Hello and welcome to the Swiss Connection. I'm Susan Masika. Country music probably isn't the first thing that comes to mind when you think of Switzerland. However, the Alpine nation is home to a small but passionate country music scene. The American way of life, especially in the countryside, is something that inspires a lot of Swiss people because we are sort of um, very limited in space here. And so it's this dream that many people have about going out, riding on a highway, listening to this music that sort of conveys this freedom. In this episode, Swiss Info journalist Thomas Stevens speaks to two of Switzerland's up-and-coming country music stars, Florian Roth and Jessica Weitzel better known to their fans as Flo and Jesse. They talk about how they got bitten by the country bug, how you know when two voices are a perfect match, and whether they would ever move to the capital of country, Nashville. And of course, there's plenty of music. That was an excerpt from Ships, one of the six tracks on the new EP by Flo and Jesse with the Black Barons. Listening to the album, more of which later, it's hard to believe that Flo and Jesse are both from Zurich and are both a lot younger than they sound. Indeed, on the day we all met in Zurich, Flo was celebrating his 28th birthday, happily pointing out that he wouldn't be joining the 27 Club, a collection of musicians who died aged 27, such as Kurt Cobain, Jimi Hendrix and Janis Joplin. As we'll discover, country music is very much alive in Switzerland, which hosts one of the biggest country festivals in the world. Flo and Jesse's musical tastes were both influenced by their parents' record collections. But Flo's true country music epiphany couldn't get much more American. He saw the light at a motel on Route 66. It wasn't until 2007 uh, when we travelled through the US uh, for two weeks and uh, there I got into contact with country music. I bought my first record there in, um, in Albuquerque and we stayed at the motel there out in the desert and um, there was a library, a small library of, um, of videos and there was a lot of cultural videos and none of them really uh, attracted me. Uh, I was 15 and the only video that truly uh, got my attention was the, the video that I'd already seen two years earlier, which was Walk the Line. I put it in the DVD player and uh, watched, the, watched the movie. And then I went with a recording device, with a video recorder, uh, went to the speaker of the TV, and uh, because I liked that music so much, so I recorded it and listened to nothing else for the next two weeks, <laughs> traveling through the US. And so that was sort of how the, the spark went over to me. And, uh, yeah, when I came back to Switzerland, that's all I wanted to play. Walk the Line was a hit written and recorded in 1956 by Johnny Cash, one of Flo's heroes, and also the name of a 2005 biographical film about the man in black. Like Flo, Jessie learnt the guitar from a young age and says her musical inspirations include Emmylou Harris, Linda Ronstadt and Dolly Parton. She has an exotic musical background, having sung in a gospel choir and played in folk bands in Ireland, where she went on a three-month language course before fate intervened. I spent two entire weeks at school until I met a couple of Irish musicians on a bus. They invited me to join them to play a private party. 
soon after I had run out of money. So they offered to let me play first on streets and later on club and pub tours in several towns throughout Ireland. Great time. From the streets of Ireland to the streets of Nashville, Tennessee. Flo and Jessie are planning a trip to Nashville this autumn, where they hope to do some recording, take in a few shows at the Grand Old Opry Auditorium, country music spiritual home, and also put on some shows for passers-by. I think that's a good start, right? Because um, I think as, as Swiss musicians, you don't have that, um, that bad chances to uh, get through in, in Nashville because you're sort of... Um, there's loads of American musicians there already, but the Swiss sort of have a kind of special reputation, very dedicated, very versatile. So um, we're very much looking forward to that adventure, yeah. So, the big question, how did they meet? It all goes back to a country-themed cruise around the Mediterranean two years ago, where Flo was on stage and Jesse was in the audience. Flo played there with his band, the Black Barons, and after the concert we started talking and play a few chords on deck together. And so uh, we find out that our voices um, matched perfectly. Her voice has got something truly unique, and I think that's why, why it flashed me so much on that deck on board the ship of the country music cruise um, because it's got, got something it really conveys this true country spirit I've sung with quite a few female vocalists um, some were into jazz style other into pop style when I met her she didn't have a trained voice but it was just natural and something you can't fake and that's what makes it so absolutely special um, because if you listen to it you sort of Hear the wild Montana skies. You can virtually picture the Nevada valleys. And uh, that's, that's what really uh, took me in. And what I could add is I think what makes Jessie a very special songwriter is she, she wrote one of the uh, most beautiful songs on, on the EP, which is called Lights, which I still adore today, and I can listen to this every day. And uh, it's got little text, you know, and it's a rather simple text, but it's really touching, and I think that's what makes the difference with a song. It doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be high-standing English, and that's what she can do really well because she truly feels the music. She can bring that to the audience. That's what I love about the songs that she writes. Let's picture the Nevada Valleys and listen to an excerpt from Lights. We've heard what Flo thinks of Jessie's voice. What does she think of his? <laughs> I love his voice. He can sing very soft and also very strong. And our, our voices match perfect because my voice is not as high. So 
Um, Flo had a, a little bit a deeper voice. I think it's baritone. So I don't have to sing the high notes. So our voices are perfect together, I think. Here's Flo on The Firestorm, another track from their EP. But I found a girl, my heart was warm and kind. And it started hurting all the things that I had done. We packed up our things, we loaded old pickup truck, we drove it to the mountains, heading north. I had to light the fire, had to make it burn, I had to make it grow the fire storm. I couldn't keep my hands off these matches, but I no longer make it grow the fire storm. I had to the influence of Johnny Cash is clear, and Flair is often described in the media as the Swiss Johnny Cash. And although he doesn't mark himself as that, he says he's absolutely honoured. Of course, Johnny Cash recorded several hit duets with his wife, June Carter Cash, such as It Ain't Me Babe and Jackson. I asked Flo how one knows when two voices are perfectly matched. I think, you know, you're hitting the, the very core of what makes music such a special thing to us and to all the people who get inspired by music because of this magical kind of component that you cannot explain rationally. So if two people start singing together and something matches perfectly, simply strikes you. You simply feel this is right. It's somewhat like love, you know, you can't explain it, but it flows through you and you see, well, that's what I've been waiting for to do uh, for all my life. I think that's what the experience that we had back then. And, um, of course, you can explain this with uh, musical theory. We have a similar level of tone um, that match in a way, but I think it's also about personality. You need to match with the person also on a different level so you can, um, you can play music that well as we can. In my head, um, a lot of country music seems to be slightly yeah, melancholic, depressive. Somebody's been left, somebody's been dumped by a lover, somebody's been divorced, somebody's yeah, love hurts, stuff like this. What is it? Somebody said it's three chords in the truth. Isn't, isn't that what country music is? Uh, I think that's, that's a good saying, you know, three chords, uh, because country music usually works with three chords, and that what makes it so lovely, because you can combine three chords with words in such versatile ways, um, you can convey that many different feelings with it. That, that's what makes country music so special, you know. And um, as you said before, um, it's always about people getting left by somebody. And there's a saying in country music that if a truck driver wrote a song, he would be writing a song about his truck leaving him. <laughs> so that, I think there's, there's something... Um, there's a truth, certain truth in what you say. Do you find it easier to write uh, ballads, or is there a certain type of song that you, you you like writing and find easier to write more than others? You know, I think from a commercial standpoint, which you'd be writing some happy songs <laughs> and some uh, fast songs with a good beat, good rhythm, but I usually find it easier. Uh, to express uh, more melancholic feelings. So um, you usually have a lot of flat notes in it. And um, because the, these songs go deeper, you know, and that uh, usually expresses my feelings better. By day, you are a lawyer, right? True. Johnny Cash, you know, Folsom Prison Blues. You ever thought about doing a concert in Hindelbank or, or Champs de Lons Prison in Switzerland? <laughs> That's actually a pretty striking idea, you know. We've, we've never tried it out before, but it might, it might be something we should do next year. <laughs> Very inspiring, yeah. But it takes a little courage, you know. It takes courage. 
While Flo and Jesse have yet to play at a Swiss prison, they've played many times at the Albisgutli International Country Music Festival in Zurich. This lasts for around six weeks every year and is the longest such festival in the world. Founded in 1985, it attracts more than 20,000 people who come to listen to around 50 world-class bands from the US, Canada and Switzerland. I think it's one of the, uh, one of the very unique venues in Switzerland because it truly conveys the country music spirit very well. And it's sort of the Swiss Grand Ole Opry. It has this sort of classic elegance about it. It's not just a, uh, one of these festivals way out in the countryside, but it's sort of more urban. And um, it's fascinating to play there because you've got that many people in one room. It's a large audience. It's about 700 to 800 people uh, one evening, and you usually get to play before very famous U.S. country acts, so it's always a great honour to be there and a great pleasure to play. So the Swiss obviously love country music. Where does this connection between Switzerland and country music come from? Well, I think it's a question of lifestyle. You know, the Swiss, they like freedom. They like liberty, and that's just something that the Americans love as well, so the, the large countryside. And um, I think the American way of life, especially in the countryside, is something that inspires a lot of Swiss people because we are sort of um, very limited in space here. So we have small cities um, and lots of villages, but little free space, right? And so it's this dream that many people have about going out, riding on a highway, listening to this music that sort of conveys this freedom. I think that's the connection. Well, freedom is just another word for nothing left to lose, as they say. Absolutely. <laughs> Your one. Well, and, and another connection has just come to me is the, the yodeling, because in country music there is a sort of history of yodeling, right? I mean, going back to, I don't know, Slim Whitman, people like that, the old days, there's yodeling, right? Why? Well, I, 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 Do you yodel? I can, no, absolutely not. I'm not, I'm not talented at yodeling, and what I, I must say I've, I've never tried it out, you know. But like, I'm not making this up. There is, there is yodeling, right, in country well, kind of, sort of, let's, let's put it that way. No, um, I think it's, it's uh, more in the old country music. You get that a lot. Uh, it's a very special style of singing that I don't practice myself. But um, I think it goes into more kind of bluegrass style as well, where you, where you find this, this kind of singing. And uh, it's a funny, as you say, it's a funny coincidence. And uh, I think that sort of um, underlines my theory that, uh, <laughs> that we have... People in, in large spaces, right, or in mountains, it's sort of, you know, you always have the echo when you yodel. You've got these most beautiful echoes. And perhaps, um, you, well, some people in the Rocky Mountains had the same experience as we had in the Alps. So, uh... Jesse, you yodel? No. Never? <laughs> Never. Never, ever. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. So, two years after meeting in the middle of the Med, Flo and Jesse have finished their first album. Flo explains what it means. It's called Flo and Jesse, I've Gone My Way. Six original songs that we wrote over the last two years. And uh, we've played so many shows over the last two years so that, that it took quite a while to finish the recordings. And, uh, yeah, we're very happy to release these on 4th of April, finally. <laughs> sort of um, a circle that is now coming complete. And it's sort of, yeah... Lines up the story, our own. I think it's um, many of the stories that we've lived through over these, these last few years that are expressed on this CD that's going to come out. Over the years, as you say, you've given many concerts. You, I'm guessing you've built up a, a fan base. Is that true? That is true, yes, yes. And uh, we have quite a few people who, um, 
who accompany us to many of our shows, uh, especially country festivals. And that has also created some special personal bonds because the country music scene is is a rather small scene, but a very, um, very vivid scene, a very enthusiastic scene. And so we built up great friendships over the years. And, um, and it's very nice to see people react to our music and also the new records that we bring out from time to time. And for the... F- the longer term future could you do you have any plans you know five ten years could you imagine moving to america move to nashville that's that's far in the future of course (laughs) but it's also it's always about the priorities you have in life right and i think in switzerland we've got a rather strong market position because that there's not that many uh, young country bands so we um we get gigs rather easily you know, we play a lot of shows, and, uh, and we're rather special, you know, just um, also because we are very young compared to the other country bands around. And if you move to Nashville, I suppose you're going to have a lot more competition. It's going to be a lot harder, and um, you'd have to focus on music alone. So that will be quite a change in my personal lifestyle, because um, my day job is an attorney at law, so um would be quite a change, but I, well, I'm really open to almost anything that could evolve. And uh, after Nashville this autumn, let's see. Here is "I've Gone My Way," the title track from a new EP by Flo and Jesse. I've lived my life, I've dreaded every step, I've cared for the ones that I love. I've gone my way when I couldn't stay, left it all behind. And I feel the pain, that unfamiliar state Got nothing more to claim When I'm sitting on the horizon Looking for the rainbow Valleys flying right in front of me And I'm climbing every mountain Looking for the cost The rainbow rain peace back to me that was Thomas Stevens speaking to Flo and Jesse, a Swiss country music duo based in Zurich. Visit us at swissinfo.ch to see pictures of them and to learn more about their story, as well as those of other artists based in Switzerland. Next time on The Swiss Connection, we'll continue this musical miniseries and meet a jazz singer who grew up on a Swiss farm before launching her career on the other side of the Atlantic. We produce this podcast every few weeks. The topics vary... But it's always an interesting story about people with some sort of a Swiss connection. Follow us on Twitter or Facebook to find out about the next one. Or better yet, subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks for listening, and thank you to studio technician Donnie Wheeler. Signing off for all of us here, I'm Susan Masika. Sometimes I wonder the sun, why must it burn all the snow? Oh, I must he's flying the why must our hope fall in the storm, in the storm? When I'm sitting on the rising, looking for the rainbow, the valley's light rides in front of me. And I'm climbing every mountain, looking for the cause, the rainbow bring peace back to me. When I'm sitting on the rising, Looking for the rainbow, the valley's lying right in front of me. And I'm climbing every mountain, and I'm looking for the cold.
cause The rainbow bringing peace back to me While I'm sitting on the horizon Looking for the rainbow The valley's lying right in front of me And I'm climbing every mountain And I'm looking for the cause Hello, I'm Imogen Folks from Swiss Info's Inside Geneva podcast. On February 24th, 2022, Russia attacked Ukraine. The invasion caused Europe's largest refugee crisis since World War II. And during the year-long conflict, tens of thousands, possibly hundreds of thousands of people, soldiers and civilians have been killed. Over the past year, a number of episodes of Inside Geneva have looked at the heavy humanitarian toll of the war and its wider implications for the world. We've been joined by historians and international human rights experts to ask about the background to the invasion. We've talked to major UN aid agencies about how the war in Ukraine is impacting other humanitarian crises. And we've asked if sanctions or war crimes investigations can stop or at least limit this conflict. If you're particularly concerned by the war in Ukraine, do listen to these episodes. You can find Inside Geneva, free to listen, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google and all your usual podcast apps.